you know, from the time we're born, we have, you know, thoughts. And thoughts, ultimately, as we get older, we get our minds get very active and we have thoughts that congest and clog up the whole process. And, and people get so accustomed to thinking and using their mind in a way where it's analytical and they're trying to figure out what life is all about that it becomes the norm. You understand? When a baby is born, there's very little thinking. You understand? There's sweetness, there's love, there's an open heart, there's, I mean, it's just remarkable. You know, the needs are very simple. You know, when they're hungry, they cry, you know? They need to be held, they need to be loved, because that really is what's inside them. As people evolve, this mind inside them gets very strong, and it takes up most of their energy. The mind, by its very nature, will consume us. In fact, an active mind will probably use up more of human human beings' vital energy than if they do physical labor all day. You know, because the mind is so strong and it's so powerful that it just literally is cannibalizing everybody. It's drying them up, it's turning them into flayed aspects of themselves, you know. And that sweetness, that juice, and that love that they're born with, it virtually disappears because of the intensity of mind. Well, meditation, and, you know, I really wouldn't call what we do meditation, although there, I don't know, you know, just for a better word, I call it meditation. Uh, it has to do with learning to master the mind. And with a different definition. Usually we think mastering the mind is we use it to logically figure out everything in life. You know, and the mind becomes an instrument that's used external to ourselves to figure out life and to have plans and this and that and the other and make things work. You know, but when I talk about mastering the mind, I talk about transforming all of that noise and all of that intensity into energy that can open the chakra system. Now, to do this requires an incredible will on the part of a human being. And even more important, it requires an incredible need on the part of a human being to grow spiritually, to have a spiritual life. If that need is real, then a person will do the work to learn how to master the mind. If the need is not real, then, you know, the will will not be strong enough to be able to tame a beast as chaotic and as powerful as the human mind. So what we need to do is combine all these elements. The first thing we have to learn is how to do it. That, you know, even to be made aware that it's possible to do it, because this is so far out of the consciousness of most people that they live in the mind which creates ego, which creates images of self, which creates a lot of tension, you know, and the very nature of creating all this stuff is that it consumes us whole. It really destroys people. It ultimately becomes the reason for most diseases that people have. You know, and when you combine it with the emotions and the sexuality, as I've said a million times, you really have the local insane asylum. You know, so the mind is really an energy that needs to be mastered. 
Now, the work that Rudy left us, this little breathing exercise, is an incredible way to learn to master the mind. In fact, it's the only way I've ever learned to master the mind. You know, I mean, a lot of people talk about this, and very often it's just spiritual ego. They talk about, you know, having a quiet mind, they talk about quieting the... But nobody ever tells you how to do it. And I think this is one of the great problems in life. When I was a kid and I would go to all these yogis and rishis and swamis and, you know, you've you got to get your mind quiet. You've got to get your mind quiet. You've got to relax. And I would, how do you do it? I had this crazy creature living in me that would never shut up. How do you do it? Well, you know, Rudy left an exercise that the genius of it and the real creativity of it is it, it shows one how to do it. It shows you how to take this thing in you, this creature that is killing you and that is driving most people crazy. And it shows you how to take that creature and use it to open the very foundation of your being if you use it properly. You know? So it's not just good words. You understand? It's not just somebody talking intelligently about how to get your life together. You know, it's an actual discipline that shows you how to open up inside yourself. One of the things that always drives me crazy is people telling me, well, you should be happy, you should be this, love your, you know, girlfriend, your friends, your husband, your this. And I would, oh yeah, great. I really want to do all those things. How the hell do you do it? How the hell do you do it? It's great advice. But you know, it's like talking to a five-year-old and telling them to wash the dishes, you know, without telling them how to turn the water on. And you know, so, you know, basically the, the work that we do on ourselves is how to do it. It's not about you know, intelligent words that sound good. It's how to do it. And if a person truly applies the discipline of this work and these three things, if they use the mind properly, and in order to use the mind properly, you have to develop the will inside yourself to focus the attention in the third try. It's not just going to happen. You need to have will the will to grow, the will to do it, to bring this creature down and use it to open what is the very foundation of your being. The area inside you where there's real power, there's real strength, there's balance, there's harmony, and there's everything that can enable you to do this dance of life and do it well without getting crazy. So the mind becomes a surgical instrument that is used to open the chakra. But it's not going to become an instrument that you can use unless you will this creature to do it. Now, will works best when you have need. You understand? When a person has need, you understand, they can will themselves to do anything. You know, people that want to build monster companies, they have a need to be whatever, megalomaniacs, and they will themselves to build, you know, uh, you know, Google and Facebook and all this kind of stuff that people create. And that is an extension of will. But it's a need inside somebody to get very rich, to get powerful, to, 
you know, be able to attain these kinds of things, you know? So what I'm talking about is the will and the need to become a human being. That's what I'm talking about. Not, you know, becoming a Bill Gates or the Zuckerman or these people that, you know, but the will and the need to just be human. Now, this is not going to take place unless somebody truly can will the mind to stay focused in the third chakra. Because by doing that, you know, the mind is, you know, they talk about pure energy. It becomes pure energy that can be used to open you inside. That allows the heart to open, the throat to open, the, all the stuff here to come down. And we begin to experience literally the highest levels of what it means to be human. And when we do this over and over again, you know, we condition ourselves to live this way. And suddenly it's not a great big deal to will your attention to stay centered in the third chakra because you're conditioning yourself to do it. It becomes part of your habit of living to stay centered. And also, you, in doing it, you are building that foundation and strengthening yourself so this can take place. Now, the mind is also the seat of intelligence, many kinds of intelligence. You know, there's IQ-type intelligence, you know, where people can store many facts and understand many things about life and have the capacity to explore the universe and uncover all these secrets that they discover, you know, like computers and astrophysics and all this stuff. It's a product of the mind. The mind also creates businesses. It creates almost everything. Everything was everything. New York City is the creation of an accumulation of mind. I mean, that's maybe why it's so crazy here. But it really is, you know, people projected, I'm going to develop housing, I'm going to develop office buildings, I'm going to make a fortune doing this. That all comes from the head. You understand? So it's a projection of mind that creates just about everything that we experience in life. Now, when a person has a strong will and a great, and can project it, they can project vast wealth for themselves if that is what their need is. Understand? That is one kind of use of intelligence. Another kind of use of intelligence is the union of the will, the human will, with the higher will. You understand? There's higher energy in the universe that is like Uncle Sam, and it says, I need you. <laughs> I need you to work on yourself, otherwise I can't provide you with wisdom if you don't do the work. So it's up there hovering and waiting infinitely for people to do the work on themselves so that they can become open enough so that this wisdom, and when you begin to receive that wisdom, it is no longer a projection of ego, but as a human being connected to what is infinite in the universe. And that wisdom then transforms itself into you know, living in the world. We are, we interact with human beings. We are people that are actively live in the world. So the wisdom 
that comes in us because our will unites with the higher will. And how does it unite? We do the work to open ourselves. That is how the human will unites with the higher will. So there's room in us for it to come down. Once it comes down, then there's living in the world. And what comes out of us is, you know, compassion, love, forgiveness, joy, the highest elements of what it means to be human, elements that we share with the people we love, the people at work, the people, you know, that we meet on the street, anybody for God's sake, you know, and not everybody is open to receive that. Sometimes you're going to get a lot of grunts and growl, but that's not your problem or my problem. Problem is, is we want to be open and we want to certainly get to a place where we are living in this world on the highest level of what it means to be a human being. This has to do with learning service in the world, unconditional service, doing in life without expecting rewards. The reward is the growth that takes place because you do it. The inner growth that takes place in a human being. In the sense, and all of this works together. The mind opens the third chakra. The breath strengthens the third chakra. In the sense, the, the human being becomes a vessel which can receive the teachings of the universe. That transforms itself into a compassionate way of living. The whole thing is extraordinary and it's so simple. And it's just there. You know, and all it requires is doing it, not being so totally wrapped up in yourself that you forget to do it, not getting lost to all the chaos in yourself, but becoming a master of oneself, mastering your inner life and turning your inner life into something that truly is, uh, you know, receives that wisdom that allows you to function here on the highest levels of what it means to be human. Now they say, you got to work out your karma. Well, I couldn't think of a better way of working out your karma than learning to be a human being. <laughs> there is no better way. Because once you get that, then you start, you know, you understand about unconditional giving, unconditional receiving. You don't even understand that you just do it. You don't have to understand it. You live that way. You understand about what it means to do service. In the, you understand what it means to forgive people, to love them, to, to, to truly come to the realization that every human being suffers and every human being, because they suffer, has to really have a certain level of compassion. We are not the only ones who suffer. I hate to disappoint you, but we are not the only ones who suffer. Everybody Right? There's, there's what, six billion people here? I mean, talk to anybody and you'll get the greatest novel ever written about human suffering. Anybody, anyone, just pick anyone on the street and just have a little conversation with them and you will hear the greatest novel ever written about what they've been through in their life. You know? So then that compassion comes out. So I think that, to me, this little exercise that Rudy left is the most extraordinary thing I have ever heard about. Because the ultimate goal of it is to do what I am talking about. 
and it's a way to do it. That is what's so incredible. It is truly a way to do it. It's not just, well, do all this, live compassionately. I hear, you know how many times I hear that? Live, and then I, I, I wonder, well, it sounds great. How the hell do you do it? How do you, hell, do you get strong enough inside to live that way, to live your life that way? And it starts at home. The interaction of, you know, two people living together, you know, a family, children, parents, that's where it starts. It really starts there. And, and that's an incredible gauge of how human you are, how much you've grown in your life and to what state, you know, you, you really have attained a, a state of humanity inside yourself. So the mind is an incredible vehicle to doing that, but the mind needs to be trained. If it's not trained, you understand, it will just make you crazy. <laughs> it will make, and by trained, I don't mean you put it in a uniform. You understand, and you, you shut up now, mind, and I'm gonna, you know, by trained, I mean you learn how to bring it to where it's gonna open the found, it is strong enough to open the foundation of your being and give you a power that you won't ordinarily be able to live with. And you gotta keep training it. It's like a Pavlovian dog. You gotta keep ringing the bell, you know, because if you don't do it, that dog will, you know, you gotta keep training yourself. And if there's any real, con you know, there's a whole psychological field about conditioning, you know, and all this. I, to me, this is the only thing that makes sense in that whole field. And they don't even know about this. <laughs> Condition yourself to train the thing that is killing you. Become a master of that wild beast and use it to give yourself life. It's extraordinary. 